find truth and preservation of our soul shine i can feel it yours and mine close your eyes and witness it inside in your bones you will know trust and let go Welcome to another episode of All Things in the Name of Love. Today I have with me a beautiful soul brother that I just met, um, who is a best-selling author. And more importantly than any of that, he's got, I, I already know this, just a divine soul. And his name is Ray Katina. I said that right? And and I'm just so delighted to know you're on the earth and sharing the space with me at this moment. So thank you so much. Well, likewise, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be with you today. Um, I'm honored to be here and grateful. And I sense the same thing from you. As soon as we got on this call right away, I just felt like there was this connection energetic wise. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Before we started, we were talking about um, energy healing. So let's let's dive into that because I have my experiences um, of working with animals, which I adore beyond description because like seeing an animal integrate a session is, is like, it's like a five-year-old going into the candy shop level of energy for me. Um, but I want to, I want to talk about like what your experience is, like, how did you get into this and what your experiences are helping others? So energy work came uh, relatively recently for me. Um, I'm still in the process of learning. I have a mentor right now who is a shaman oh, who's bringing me to higher and higher levels. Um, the, the story, um, however, goes way back. And I'll take you a little bit and try to give you a brief version because at the beginning, I was an atheist. I, and I and I believed in absolutely nothing. Yeah, the title of my first book is The Atheist in the Afterlife. And it tells the story of how I went from atheism to being a believer. Mm. And it was mostly because um, I had a very tumultuous childhood with a lot of anger and a lot of, you know, um, we'll just leave it at anger, right? And I would try to avoid that and stay out of the way to the best of my ability. But as a child, we absorb everything, you know, the brain is in that theta state, which is almost a hypnotic type state. It's just one level above Delta and we absorb everything, right? So whatever is being said or what we're seeing on TV, we just absorb it. Mm -hmm. So I, I started my life out in, um, chaos and chaos became my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. So if things weren't chaotic, as I got a little bit older, I would make them chaotic because wow. that was comfortable for me, right? Yeah. If everything was normal, well, let's not say, no, I don't know, ple pleasing, right? <laughs> I would have to mess it up. Yeah. And then as I got older and older, maybe in my 20s, you know, I would have to push the envelope and then make it things where I might die and so on and so forth. And you know, just up the ante, so to speak. Yeah. So when I was 20, I actually did have an NDE. I did die. Oh, wow. And it was, um, it was because I was inhaling gas fumes. There was a fire ultimately in the kitchen and it wasn't a very bad fire, but the thing was, is that I was sleeping right above 
the, the stove because my bedroom was right above the kitchen. Okay. So the gas was rising and I was inhaling it all night. Wow. And in the morning, I guess my mom had, you know, just turned the stove on and just went, they have like a safety valve. So it goes poof. And then I guess it went out, but she still called 911 and they came. So I hear the commotion and I want to know what's going on downstairs. Right. So I'm trying to get out of bed, but I'm almost paralyzed. Like certain parts of my body are just not moving my legs for one, my face, which was really scary because I couldn't yell. Right. So my arm, this arm would, my right arm was working. So I kind of pulled myself to the edge of the bed, but I would keep passing out. Finally, I got there, I get to the edge and I, I guess I fell out and I fell on my face first, my chin first. So I have the scar and, um, but as soon as I hit the floor, I did not feel any pain because I wasn't in that body any longer. Mm -hmm. I was above it. And I can remember the corner of the room that I was in looking down. I can tell you what I was wearing, the gray sweatsuit I had on every, every minute of that moment. Mm -hmm. And from the other corner of the room was this intense, beautiful, euphoric, energetic white light. I can go on with adjectives all day. Um, and it was just the most amazing experience I've ever had. Um, and I, as I, I went into it a little bit further, it felt better. There was, I didn't have a need for chaos there. I didn't have a need for pain there. There was no pain there. And I wanted to stay there. And the, there was a being at the end, and I don't know, male, female, or who, whom it was, but they were telling me it was okay, it's safe, it's okay to come in. And then my father had come up, and I heard him screaming, and he scooped me up, and he's yelling for the paramedics. And he, my son, my son, and he's crying, and he's crying. And we didn't have a great relationship, obviously, but um, I, always has, I always wanted that mm -hmm. relationship. So I wanted to go back and I don't know um, if I asked or, you know, you just think, you don't, there's no communicating like we're speaking. It's just, you think they think, and you get the information. They, you know, it's just a completely different process. Mm -hmm. um, so when I, I woke up then, but I was on the living room floor and the paramedics were, had all their machinery out and doing all their things. And um, I was like, hey, anybody see the light? Did you hear the voice? Did you see the light? And they start looking at me like I'm nuts, right? And I'm thinking, yeah. okay, I wanna go to the correct hospital, not the other one, all right? So I'm just gonna shut my mouth and I'm not gonna talk about lights or voices or anything else ever again. Um, so, but it was even before that I could, breed energy and the reason that i could do it was because you know when you isolate yourself to hide from trauma that's happening in your home after a while you're you can start to see beyond the wall right it's not it's not a, a wall it's not white it's not anything and you can start to see what makes the wall the wall um and it's, um, it's not a pleasant way to do it. Uh, I would have <laughs> rather learned how to do this completely differently, right? But um, I did learn it that way, and, and I thought it was normal. Mm. But now I'm from a Christian child uh, uh, household. Mm -hmm. Makes it even 
worse, right? You know, because I, I understand you know, that really I'm well. Imaginary friends, and they can talk to me, and we can play <laughs> together. And, I, and now I'm the Antichrist. Okay, if you tell anybody that, never, ever, ever, blah, 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 blah. So now I'm, you know, at the age of twenty, I have this NDE, and I'm like, no. Tell them this, nah. I'm just gonna box this one up. This is not real, because my whole life they would just, you know, never accept that. Mm -hmm. So I would, I, I had to find a way to justify it. So mm -hmm. I, this, and I really did it. I did a good job too. I thought, um, I fell in front of a window and it was a sunny day, I think, I don't know. And it, the, the sun was probably the white light that I thought. And then the gas fumes, they had me hallucinating. And there was the, that was the reason for the voice. And, you know, I just pieced it all together and boxed it up and put it right. away. Right. So, and that goes on for a very long time, but here's what happens. I'm a young guy. I have no fear of death now. Cause in the back of my mind, I know I died. Right. And I'm up in the ante and up in the ante and I'm putting myself in really bad, really bad situations. Um, and so, uh, there's a, let's say spirit, multiple spirits, guides that watch out for me and they come through in the most unbelievable moments. I, I remember I was in a shootout in a bar and I was, I ducked under the bar. Yeah. I'm telling you, I, I upped the ante. I'm not kidding around. And, and, and they said side door and that side door. And I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, that's that side door. They're going to see me. They have to, they're going to see me if I go out that side door. Like nobody knows I'm there. I think right now I think I'm safe, but they're never wrong. So I always listen and I got out the side door and I ran down the corridor, got out the next side door and I never parked outside that door ever in the history that I worked there for years. But that night I did. So there's just story after story where they saved my life mm -hmm. over, over and over. So I just learned to listen. I just learned to listen and accept, but I would keep telling them, you're not real. I know you're not real, you know, but you know, I'll take your advice, even though you're not real. So, um, <laughs> right. It's amazing. They stuck by me because I would have just flipped myself the bird and said, hell, hell with him. He, you know, he doesn't believe in us. So I get my first apartment soon after that. And I'm like, this is going to be great. You know, we're going to party all the time. We have chicks over and parties and this and that. None of that ever happened because every time I would go home, the, from the very first day, that room felt like it was filled with people and lines were just shooting across the walls and lights are flickering and the TV shuts itself off and the phone clicks off. It's, it's, um, it's, it's a, a, an electronic nightmare. You know, electricity is their thing. Oh right? yeah. Yeah. Their, their energy. So they can mess with anything electric yeah. and boy, do they enjoy it. So, and I'm, and I'm like, I could not sleep. It, it got really, really bad. I couldn't oh. sleep. Because they're like, we're going to talk to you now. Okay, we helped you. Now you're going to help us. Okay. And I'm like, you're not real. You're not real. You're not real. Now I'm just buying quarts of vodka and drugs and I'm trying to get myself to sleep and I'm doing anything I can. And I'm like, I'm going to get out of this haunted house. I'm going to get out. And I call my friend and I'm like, I'm in a haunted house. And he's like, ha ha ha. And I'm like, no, really, I'm in a haunted house. Click. 
You hang up on me? You hang up on me? No, you hung up on me. I was like, no, no, no. Uh, listen, this is what I was saying. Click. I was like, all right. They're not gonna <laughs> They're not gonna let me make the call. We didn't have cell phones. This is landlines back. Oh then, so. wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. They. Yeah. So it's not like you know, uh, dropped a signal. Can you hear me now? Right. So now I'm, I'm just you know, I move into the next place. I had a 12 month lease, and I left in 10 months. I was like, I don't care. I'm out of here. I got into the new apartment, and guess what? Same thing. Same thing. Right. <laughs> so it, I'm like, this place is wanted to really okay all right all right guys i understand so i start to think i'm losing my mind and somehow i find a way to uh coexist but i am using a lot of drugs and alcohol to do it and as i approach the age of 30 you know i'm a full-on alcoholic at this point mm -hmm. and um, I, I, I meet a woman, we get married, we have two kids and now I'm like, okay, I got to check myself in rehab. These two beautiful humans are now my responsibility and I can't be working in places where I can get shot. Right. So I went back to college. I went to rehab. I, I, I drove myself to rehab and said, gave him the keys. Said, don't let me out. Don't, wow. don't let me out until I'm ready to go. Mm -hmm. And, um, I got a real job, which uh, I had a successful career. And then I moved to another company and I moved my way all the way up the ladder of that company. Um, and I just kind of learned to adapt to the situation at hand, right? Mm -hmm. I'm no longer an atheist. I'm beyond that. I don't know what I am at this point, right? Okay. So. You want more? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Because like this is a, it's so beautiful. Because I love learning the stories. Oh, yeah. It's like that that whole process of like remembering who we are versus yeah. the programs that we have. I just love that. So in two years, I was divorced, and it didn't take very long. Maybe three years, I was divorced, and and that was probably because I was a, a disaster at that time. Um, and um, so I didn't, I didn't date for a long time, many, 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 many years, right? But uh, the kids um, spent a lot of time with me and I'm 17 years sober, never touched a drink again. Um, life was good, I'm making money. What's missing? Love, right? So finally I get my courage, I go on a dating site and I find a woman and they give you, I was, you know, like kind of perusing the dating sites, right? And I found this person that came up because they, I don't know if they do this for women, but for men, they give you a couple of choices of women that are in your neighborhood. And I okay. was like, that's her. That's my wife. There she is. I just knew that was going to be my wife. So I took out my credit card. I joined, I sent one email only to her. And I told her, this is the only email I'm sending because you're my wife. And, and <laughs> yeah, basically, and she found it hysterical and she answered and we were inseparable since oh, and um, we're, we're still together today. But guess what happens when I meet her? Who comes up again? This man keeps coming to me. Now, this is how I'm starting to figure out that I 
I don't know what a medium is. I don't know what a psychic is. If you would have told me those terms, I would have said, you're nuts. That's crazy. That's make believe, you know, something. I would have came up with something. Um, I, I, I am the most skeptical person of myself, literally, to mm -hmm. even, even to this day. But um, not with this anymore. So this guy keeps coming to me. I know I'm the only one who could see him because the window open, the, the, the movie screen opens up, right? And he says the same thing over and over. I effed up. I made a mistake. You can help her. I cannot. I don't know who he is. I don't know where he's from. And I've never seen him in my life. And he's um, the uh, beard, mustache, very thick, thick black hair, husky guy. Okay. So it starts on a Friday and by Saturday, I'm seeing him every 30 minutes. Okay. By Sunday, it's every 10 minutes. Wow. By Sunday afternoon, it's consistently nonstop. Wow. I can't function anymore. Now I, I'm having trouble driving. Right. I was, I was literally in a store paying for my stuff. And I guess I paused or dozed off. I don't know what I did, but the lady was like, sir, are you okay? Wow. And I said, no, I don't think I'm okay. Wow. I went to my car and I evaluated the situation. And I said, okay, so I think I'm crazy because that's the logical explanation. I'm nuts. Now, I just met this woman who I'm dating, who I love. I know she's going to be my wife. Well, mm -hmm. at least I thought that anyway. Right. Now, when I tell her this, this is not going to go over well. Let's top it off with she's a doctor of psychology and a doctor of neuropsychology. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You didn't, oh, absolutely. Yes. Yes, indeed. So that date night was great. <laughs> Honey, how was the salmon? I see dead people, you know. Um. So, you know, I figured she was just going to run for the hills, right? And, right, and right. In, in all seriousness, I was like, I don't, I don't know who this is. He just keeps popping up and he's showing. And I'm expecting this reaction, like she's going to give me a, a medical thing and write me, to go see this person and, you know, get yourself help right away. And she says, oh, that's probably my dad. He died about 10, 15 years ago. Wow. And I said, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah. She goes, you're probably just a medium, psychic medium, and you don't know it. And I said, what the <sighs> hell is a psychic medium? What, is, what are these things? Right. And, and I didn't have any idea. Wow. So, and I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think I saw the picture of your dad, right? When in, in your house, when it, I saw the picture and he was kind of, he, he was like thin and shaved. This guy, no, 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 no. He had the big uh, mustache, beard, full black hair, thick. He was husky. And she goes, yeah, he didn't really look like that normally. The, the doctor yelled at him, told him he had to lose 40 pounds. Let me show you what he looked like. And she goes through the phone, going through, shows me a picture of the man. And I said, you know that guy? Wow. She goes, That's my dad, silly. So he's talking to you too? Oh my God. She had been to like 10 mediums and he always comes through. Oh. He's, he's a powerhouse. 
he can cross over, he can come here and he can talk and communicate in his, in his way. Um, so one of what's ironic is later in life, um, one of the, um, mediums, one of the best mediums that he came through, uh, became my mentor later on, ironically enough. Yeah. Yeah. Which was really crazy the way that happened. So now, um, what she did was instead of bringing me to the, to the loony bin, she brought me to a couple of mediums and she said, listen, just find out if it's real, you know, tell them what you feel and what you say, and we'll find out if it's real. And I'm sitting in the waiting room. She's like, do you want to go first? And I said, I have to go first. Otherwise I'm running out this door. So I sat down and I told her, I said, this happens, that happens and blah, blah, blah. I get the vibrations. And then it looks like a movie screen kind of, but I'm in the movie screen. and, And she's like, stop. That's exactly how we see it. Wow. I was like, really? She goes, yeah, really. Ah. And so it was validated in that moment. And then I was like, well, what do I do now? I yeah. felt relief, but then mm-hmm. I felt like, so am I obligated to use this? I don't want my neighbors to know. <laughs> I don't want anybody at work to know. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I just became a regular guy. I was even thinking of running for the mayor to fix this damn town. I, I, all, what is going on here? This is completely derailing me. But the one thing is I, I put the ring right on her finger, man, because you know, if you yeah. can say you see dead people and she goes, Oh, okay, no problem. You put the ring on the finger. That's the one for you. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was right about that, that, that they must've told me that. Yeah. So that was, um, that's, that's how we met. And that's how I found out. And I became a believer at that point. That's, mm-hmm. that's how it happened. That was the, that then I was off to the races with education. I just couldn't learn enough fast enough, but I have to, um, I have to have the science behind it to really get into it and really support it. So I studied, um, all the great physicists, um, I went to school. I went back to college again for metaphysics this time. Yeah, I did, I did a lot of schooling. I mean, um, tons. And um, read, and then I read everything that you could possibly read today from Deepak to Eckert, Joe Dispenza. Um, I, I can go on and on and on. I was just a voracious reader and I take notes and, I, and, and, and I'm putting things together and I'm like, okay, so wait a minute, law of attraction, this makes sense. So it kind of works like a satellite dish, right? You put out a frequency, the frequency is picked up by the radio. And when you match the frequency, the information just goes to the radio. Mm-hmm. And then it comes to me. This is simple, right? right? Simple, so, not easy. Simple, right. Simple, not easy. Correct. But I could, I could, I could grasp it mm-hmm. as real. So right. then I tried it. And boy, was it real. Oh my God, was it real. Uh, My mentor, the guy, now this is the medium, right? Mm -hmm. 
and I had screwed up on my college, uh, my college, my kid's college. Um, he was about to move in the next day and somehow I mismanaged the money and I was short 10 grand and, it, and the school called and they're like, so, you know, he's moving in uh, on Monday. D do you have the 10,000? I said, what are you talking about? I paid you in full like months ago. And they're like, no, you still owe us 10,000. And I was like, oh my God. So I, I, I was like, okay, let's see if this works. Mm -hmm. And I just dropped to my knees and did followed the procedure exactly the way it was Oz, the ohms, everything, attitude of gratitude. I said it in the positive tense. I did everything possible. And I just did it six times that day. And I got absolutely nothing. And I was like, Oh my God, I got to look for another route. Who can I borrow from right now? But I didn't give up. And the night nightfall came and I was about to do it again. And my son said, Oh, here's the mail. And he threw a FedEx envelope at me and I, and I was looking at it. And I was like, it was from my CPA. And I was like, cause I forgot I did my taxes and I, I, I know I owe, I, I don't want this right now, guys, you're not listening. So I put it, I throw it aside and I go back into my zone and I'm like, yeah, I need 10,000. I have to have 10,000. Thank you for the 10,000. Thank you. for the, It's for my son's college. Thank you. Thank you. And I go through it again and again and again and again. And finally, I say, I might as well just look at the damage and see what I have to pay. And I open it up and there's two letters. My accountant does it the same way every year. There's one letter federal, one letter New Jersey. And it says, you owe this much, you owe this much. Well, I read the federal one and it says, dear Ray, you have overpaid the government $8,200 and something, something, something. That's a refund of $8,200. Mm -hmm. And that, I, that's a, not only is that a great, re, that's a crazy refund. Right. And then I look at this other one in, for the state of New Jersey. Okay. And that says, 12 that you have overpaid by 1200 and something 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 and it's ten thousand on the mm -hmm. nose it was there yesterday and i didn't open the damn envelope i'm just like i'm so so i wept like a child i wept mm -hmm. it was right there mm -hmm. um and so yeah and so now in the books i try to incorporate the science and my personal experience with it and um how how somebody else can replicate it yeah so i think that that's um that's kind of like i don't know i, th I thought that was a good idea so the first book is kind of like how did i get here and then the second book is okay you can do all these things too um here's how and if you don't believe me here's the the quantum physics behind it right it's, it's such an interesting space to be in to to not just theoretically get quantum physics but to actually embody it mm. yeah because, like with me when i do a session i go completely right brain and i channel sessions mm -hmm. i can't read my writing half the time because i'm so in my right brain and i'm just tapping into the higher self of my client if it's human or animal and i get done and it's like I, I know, know what I'm doing. Right. But mm -hmm. I have no idea what's going on in the session. <laughs> I totally understand that. And it's so much fun <laughs> <laughs> because like, 
Uh, you get to like surrender to that part of you that already knows it. Yeah. And it, it completely, because I'm, I've got a background in history. I've got way too many degrees in history. So I'm analytical, I'm theoretical, blah, 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 blah. That needs the quantification. Mm -hmm. But when I feel it, I can't quantify feeling. That's right. But that's what makes it so much fun. Yes. Sure does. And, and, and I tell, um, you know, sometimes my wife is reading my book and she goes, this is amazing. I'm like, yeah, I don't know who wrote it. Definitely wasn't me. I was, I, I got it, but I didn't, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, it's like 25% of the book is literally coming because I'm connecting my awareness to my higher self at looking this way, mm -hmm. instead of going to the subconscious and which, or the ego, which grabs everything from the past, right? It's just going to mm -hmm. dredge up yesterday. So if you align yourself and you, you obviously you do that very well, uh, if you can do that all the time, you're going to get good information instead of you know your yesterday stuff and then you repeat it and you go why'd i do that again <laughs> i keep doing the same thing getting the same result i don't get it. i don't understand I know. I know it's such a fascinating thing because like for um, in my journey i've dealt with lots of programs and lots of I'm, I'm from connecticut originally so you know east coast it's a whole mm -hmm. thing um and to like find these layers and just see them and be like I had that running me. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much for showing me because I had no idea that that was influencing my entire life because mm. I didn't have, I didn't have the capability of seeing that lens until now. And then the liberation of that is like, Oh, so I can embody more light now. Yes. Yes. Because we're all, we're all here to all that energy up, all that stuff that was bottled up. You can let it go. Some of it. I don't even remember. Oh, I, I don't even go like when I feel something like, let's say my, my best time for working uh, myself is like between one and four in the morning. <laughs> and so I'll, and I won't even think I'll just feel I'm like, okay, what part of my body is activated with this sensation? Mm. And I, and my, my mind has finally given up on trying to figure out what it is. And I just feel into it and allow the tears or the anger, whatever is coming through to come through. Mm-hmm. Because it's just trapped energy. Yes. Yes. You're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Mm -hmm. so Isn't that great? It's amazing. <laughs> it's such amazing. There's people going, hmm. They, they make it sound very easy. Uh, it's practice. It's literally <laughs> it practice. Really is. Every it's single practice. day. Yeah. And, and, and the discipline, ah, I don't even call it discipline because like, my body is so happy when I'm just present and is in so much pain when I'm not that I'd rather just be present. Yeah. But it in the beginning, we don't, we, we keep falling backwards right. and we have to tell ourselves, okay, that's what I used to do. Now this is what I'm going to do. And you have to do that. Like, I don't know, 500,000, 10,000 times. And you're in that position where you are, where every now and then you go back and you're like, whoops, nope, nope, nope. That's not it. I'm, I want to be over here. I want to be aligned with this. And, uh, but it, you know, it, it, it takes, it takes a while to get there. And, you know, in my coaching, people want everything yesterday. And I'm like, you know, you can have it as fast as you want, but you've got to do the work 
every single set your your speech patterns must change your thought patterns must change you know you you don't have to drive your kids to school you get to drive your mm -hmm. kids to school mm -hmm. you don't have to cook dinner you get to love cook dinner. that switch i love Come that on. anytime you, i hear you, the word have it's like nope it's get get yeah get, get. You get to do this right. because you have these things. Mm -hmm. um, I, I remember uh, Mother's Day during COVID time, um, we had to go pick up the food, obviously, because the restaurants were closed and we were right. bringing the food home and everybody was waiting for the food. And I grabbed my brother. And I said, hey, you want to come with me to pick up the food? And he said, yeah, sure. I hadn't seen him in like six months. Wow. And we get to the place and the food's supposed to be ready. And they're like, we're very sorry. It's not ready. And I said, about how long will it take? And they said, mm, could be 45 minutes. And I said, all right. So we sat down and, you know, we were just chit-chatting and talking. I said, just text everybody at home and let them know we're going to be here a while. Yeah. Well, 45 turned into 90. And, and then the guy came out and he apologized and he gave us a cup of coffee. And I was like, okay. I said, just text them and tell them it's going to be a little bit longer. And he did. And, but I could feel his energy. Now he's like getting agitated and he doesn't understand why I'm not because right. I hadn't seen him in, in quite a while. I might have been longer than six months now that I think about it. So he's like, is, is this not bothering you? Like, why aren't you up there yelling at someone? I said, what's the point of that? Right. Said, Who, uh, th he's working as hard as he can. I'm looking at him. It's not like he's uh, taking a smoke break in the back. You know, this guy's sweating. Right. Uh, so th uh, this is what it is. Yeah. So he goes, yeah, but you know, you, you don't have uh, people at home texting you. And I said, yes, I do. My phone's off because I can't do anything about it. Right. We don't understand that. So they want me to suffer, but I'm not going to pay any attention to their suffering because I already told them we're going to be here indefinitely. This is how it is. Right. And you should turn your phone off too. Mm -hmm. And so it was two and a half hours later we got the food i thanked the guy yeah the first question we got did you pay my mother was like did you pay for that food that is absolutely ridiculous and i put the food down and i said listen everybody it's mother's day there are people on the other side of the world that are not going to get food for two effing weeks we waited two hours get over it and you can hear a pin drop. And my brother goes, who the hell are you? <laughs> and what have you done to my brother? <laughs> I love that. I love that because like bringing that awareness, yeah. even if it's like just a little drip feed of like, hey, you know, just shift your, your perspective of like the suffering, which right. is a program. Yeah. Suffer, but we cause the suffering yes we do we and, cause our own suffering and like i don't want to suffer <laughs> like that's pretty much like, that's my i don't want to suffer so my bet my, my favorite quote i wish i wrote it shakespeare wrote it nothing is either good nor bad but thinking makes it so mm -hmm. hamlet mm -hmm. it's the best quote ever it is you decide what's good and bad make nothing bad right and you're 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 gold after and, that and when you catch the bad thought coming through 
find the good. And then find find the silver lining. It's there someplace. I got to catch up with my brother for two hours who I hadn't seen in so long. Amazing. He he wants to learn how to meditate now and he wants to learn this. He wants to learn that. We totally bonded in in those moments. Yeah. And you wouldn't have had that any other way. That's right. We wouldn't have had it. It's such a powerful gift. Like today, um, one of the women I'm living with, we had this beautiful conversation at the end. I said, thank you so much for your time. And she said, thank you so much for your time. Because we got that we got to spend time with each other. Mm-hmm. It was a meaningful conversation where we got to express ourselves and our, our, our awarenesses. And that's the gift. Like, I am so grateful that I'm having this conversation with you. Mm-hmm. because it's such a gift uh, for, yeah. for you for me for anyone who has the opportunity to listen to it and to recognize that our presence is the present yes yes that's what well said yeah. well said yeah i i um i listened to a couple of your podcasts and i was really excited about meeting you today i knew it was, it was going to be uh i knew it was going to be fun like this thank you so, yeah really cool yeah. Well, cause I don't have, you know, when I, when I first started, I was terrified. This was like four years ago. Cause I didn't know what to do. And my team came in and I was like, um, you already have the training. I worked for the main folk life center for four years, um, listening to interviews. So I, I got, I already got it. Um, so what do you do? I I'm literally leaning in because I'm engaging with you because I love the stories that's that's my joy like i i don't make money on it i don't care about that because i wanted i want to hear the story mm-hmm. and and because i'm coming from my heart space and we connect in that way wow it's so magical yeah yeah you can feel that it's a, such a big difference i mean you don't become an author to become a millionaire trust me <laughs> It was, I walked away from my job. Um, my, it was, I had a great job, cushy job. I was the vice president. I, it was phenomenal. And I was like, but you know, I, that wasn't me anymore. It didn't resonate with the person that I was. So I had to leave that and just so that I could write those books and get the word out there and talk to great people like you. And instead of people that don't, that they're so unconscious that they just worry about money and stuff. And I mean, I couldn't, I could, I just couldn't do it anymore. And, uh, I made that discovery. So, and then when you do what you love, you don't care about the money, you know, it's, it'll come, whatever you need is coming to you and me, whatever we need will be there. It always will be. Yeah. And, and to recognize that, for example, money is like this much of what abundance really is. That's right. Because I, I look, uh, we had fall and um, we have fruit trees all around. I mean, we have there are trees, apple trees that people aren't picking apples from because there's so much abundance. Mm. And it's like, do you not see what the real abundance is? Mm-hmm. And so to like focus on that one little spot when everything, like the people you surround yourself with, the conversations you have, the fact that you have shelter, you have food, yeah. you have electricity, mm-hmm. 
you get all those cool appliances and toys that you have. I mean, gosh, darn it. Like that is so abundant. The fact that you have time. And when any of my clients are in a bad mood and they need a quick fix, I used to do this myself at work. I call it the attitude of gratitude. It takes about, oh, two minutes, maybe. I would go into the bathroom. I had a job where people would just constantly come in with their problems and I would have to resolve them and then they would leave. So after a while, that's going to take its toll, right? Yeah. The last person is going to get the worst, right? And the first person gets the best. So I would just take a couple of minutes, go into the bathroom, and it would be a really brief meditation and i would say everything i'm grateful for and that includes everything you know my kids my wife her kids our house our cars it it's not the it's not the size of the house the amount of the cars it's not has nothing to do with any of that the fact that it's there that's it i would live with my wife in a cardboard box i told her that a million times um so you know when you do that for two minutes you come out and then the next person that sees me they get the good ray again because mm -hmm. you can't be in a bad mood after you do that attitude of gratitude and um i i start my day with it and i do it throughout the day sometimes and it just makes a world of difference for me mm -hmm. well it does because it's an energy and it's one of the highest frequencies you can bring in yeah because you're opening yourself up to express love and then you receive love at the same time because that that exchange they get so excited I'll, I'll give an example i was living up on orcas island this summer for a couple months and um the whales which are unaffectionately known as killer whales which is a misnomer because all whales kill um mm -hmm. second name is orca their real name is quillameshin okay Every single time I say their name, including right now, I get chills because I'm honoring them. I'm so grateful that they exist on the planet and they know it because I took the time to learn their real name. Mm. And so even things like that, mm -hmm. when you, when you like stop and just show your presence to like flowers or like I love to lay on the, it's getting a little cold here, but like laying on the ground for a half hour every night before I go to bed, mm -hmm. I'm so grateful that I get to do that until the snow comes. <laughs> um, but like just really being present to that, like we can be grateful on so many levels. Yes. Yeah, we really can. And it's for the things that are already there. Mm -hmm. And instead of thinking about the things that you want all day, the things that you don't have yet, these are the things that are right there, like your backyard. You, you could lay down in your backyard. When was the last time you just laid in your backyard, you know, and felt the grass? Okay. You know, it's, it's amazing, right? And, and instead of like watching something on social media going, oh, I got to get one of those. And once you get one of those, what happens? You're mm -hmm. sick of it in a week, and then you need one of those. <laughs> and I it never ends. And in the summer, time. I watch the sun for, for two and a half hours. I I would I wish I could do that. I, it's, it was just so amazing. Like I gifted myself that present because it, it didn't go. The sun on Orcas because it's so high up north. The sun wasn't set until ten o'clock at night. Mm. So I walk over to the local beach and. I just sit at eight o'clock and I just watch it set. 
and I watch the ocean and I watch it, nothing had to happen. Mm-hmm. Like really like anything that we think is important. Like sometimes I'd see a heron or sometimes I just watch the waves go and I watch the sunset. I was so grateful that I had the opportunity to gift myself that every night or as yeah. many nights as I could. It was like, I get this. Are you kidding me? I get these sunsets in the San Juan islands with this archipelago of a hundred islands mm-hmm. on this sea that sparkles like champagne and this light blue. I really, what else is important? Yeah. I think that, um, I think what happens is generation after generation, um, you know, we've been taught and programmed into thinking what happiness is. And it's now it's so convoluted into materialism that it's not, it, it doesn't even make sense anymore. People aren't picking the apples, you said, on, your, on the property, but I'll bet they want to make enough money so they can go to the grocery store and buy apples. It, it, it's right. It makes no sense. You could go into the yard. Now nah, I'm not going into the yard. I'm going. To, I'm going to shop right like everybody else does. What are you talking about? And be, that's the way they're trained. That's the way they've. Been, it's been passed down. Um, and you know, it's going to take a lot more of us to teach our kids to do it differently. And hopefully, you know, they're going to get it. And, you know, and we hope that they pass it down as well, because there's so much beauty in the world. There's a lot of terrible things, too. Don't get me wrong that, you know, that the stuff that the entire Eastern Hemisphere is seeing right now is horrendous. But there's a lot of beauty that you can still find in your local little world to pick yourself up and get on with your day and make a difference you make a difference in what you can i i have this thing where i call it's not my fight right if (laughs) if people are arguing over politics i don't watch politics i have no clue what's going on and the reason is because i'm not running for anything so it's not my fight why should i argue i'm watching two people you know one guy is a a, a truck driver and the other guy you know i I think he was a teacher and they're in a diner and they're fighting one's a democrat one's a republican they're just going at it i'm like guys i'm thinking i didn't do this neither one of you are running for a damn thing you're not changing anything anytime soon and you're both suffering because you can't get your point across to the other what's the point why don't you just shut up and talk about the weather? <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, it's beautiful yeah. outside. Right. It, I don't, yeah. I can't grasp that mentality. It's not your fight. So let it go. Right. Vote and be done with it. Right. And what, what can you do with yourself to bring yourself to bring more joy into your life? Yeah. Like, that's what they should be talking about. And all the separation that keeps us from seeing all of the things that are common between us. Like I loved studying history of technology because I love seeing how people lived in different time periods with technologies. Mm. Fascinating to me because how did they adapt to it? But what's more important is like, what do we share? What are our common values? How can we connect instead of looking for things that we can fight about? Because like, I have only spent an hour with you, but I've known you for many lifetimes. Like that's the energy <laughs> I feel. And, and the commonality we share mm-hmm. 
there's so many ways that we can connect that are so much more important than the superficialities that we're taught to believe are important. Right. Because we are both going up to the collective and then back down. And that's the way we're communicating instead of on this material realm or, uh, uh, yeah, I guess we'll call it, uh, it's part of our world, right? We have three sections of our world, this, this material portion, we're not communicating on that level, we're communicating on a spiritual level, and we can even communicate on a quantum level if we want to. Mm-hmm. But most are just in the middle, that's all they got, because that's all they see. Right. And that's unfortunate. Well, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. So call us. How do people find you? Uh, com, And uh, from there, you can uh, find anything about the books, about coaching, about um, anything that's going on with me. Almost anything. <laughs> the, the relevant things, the spiritual. The yeah, exactly. Beautiful. Thank you for asking. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm just so enjoying having my presence with you. It really is. Yeah. Oh, well, we've been talking for just about an hour. I know. It's crazy. It has. It has. And I know the capacity for my listeners is about an hour. (laughs) (laughs) So, but I would love to connect with you again. Me too. I know we definitely have more stuff to explore and I am. I would like that. So grateful. So grateful for the opportunity. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Can you help me redefine truth and preservation of our soul shine? I can feel it yours and mine. Close your eyes and witness it inside in your bones. You will know. Trust and let go. Let it flow